She Pack Unleashed. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. I'm Tanya. Welcome to your weekly dose of candid discussions in the pursuit of finding your tribe in this journey of womanhood, motherhood, and sisterhood. I'm Ashley. Join us as we leave no stone unturned. In each episode, we have heart-to-heart conversations that aim to challenge and empower one another. And I'm Jenny. No more waiting. She Pack Unleashed begins now. friendship as self-care why meaningful connections are vital for well-being so this is a great topic coming off of our how we became friends is why it's so important to keep these friendships and be self-care and I found this quote that I absolutely love by Beyonce which was like I love my husband but it has nothing like conversation with a woman that understands you I grow so much from those conversations and I think that's super important because like I feel like every time we talk I have growth in my personal self like you guys have taught me more about empathy and patience than I've learned in my entire life (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I think we we touched on this in the first episode right that like we're all kind of in this transitional piece like when we first had our children we went through that period of like who are we beyond keeping these tiny humans alive right and now our kids are our oldest are eight Mine's nine, right? Like, and the littles are four. And I feel like we really are entering this kind of new stage where the olders are getting more independent, right? We are actually getting more time for ourselves that we have not had in the past. Well, at least speaking for myself, I only have the one, right? So, like, I have more time now than I have in the past 10 years of my life. And the self-care piece I think is really important, right? Because there are pieces that I lost kind of along the way where I wasn't doing a lot for myself for a couple of years there. But having this friend group has been my primary source of self-care, I would say. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm not at the point of having time back yet. Mm-hmm. Probably because it's with two. But you're getting there. Getting there, slowly but surely. But I do find this is like a primary source of self-care for me too. And it's it's a good reminder to be a whole person and not just this, just that. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate that. But I also think it's different is like I can have experiences with you guys that like my husband does not want anything to do with, yeah. right? <laughs> like my husband is an introvert, wants to be home, wants to be gaming and I want to go see shows or I want to go out to try new restaurants and like you guys are the people who will like let's go try this new restaurant or let's go see this comedy show or something that allows me to have that like independent time separate from my kids and my relationship and I am me as a person and not me as a mom or me as a wife or me as a business person just like me who I am so can we back up for a second like what do you guys define as self-care like what does that term mean to you because I do feel like that term gets thrown around a lot and it can mean a lot of different things so it could also be helpful to like just contextualize like what do you all view what does self-care mean when we're talking about this to me self-care is something that honors yourself without having like demands of others necessarily so I find this dynamic to be self-care because I can just show up Mm -hmm. I can just be me like you were saying Nicole like that that honoring of just acceptance and community in that way like that's recharging in a way yeah Mm -hmm. I think that's well said. A lot of people will be like, oh, I 
took a shower I shaved like uh-huh. and I feel like that is just the bare minimum of existing as a human like to take care of yourself so I I don't want to think like self-care is like a long hot bath and reading a book and a cup of coffee although sometimes that can be what I want in any given day but it doesn't really like energize me the way that I think meaningful female in particular friendships can I think it just you know when you get beyond the small talk there's something really lovely about connecting with people that kind of builds strength and and to me that's what I think about with self-care Jenny I think that's such a good point because I remember early on when Ryan was really little right like and I'm sure lots of other moms have heard this too or parents of young kids it's like your self-care is shower get your shower today no 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 that's like a life skill and when you are in the trenches I get it like the bar has to be different it can't be the same as you know someone with a 10 year old or someone with a 20 year old right like they're very different things but a shower at its base right like that is I don't even really enjoy for showering. yourself I don't right? even really enjoy no, it's showering me it's either. not a like it's thing work. I want to do nope yeah especially in the winter it's cold yeah we all need space heaters. I but do. I, I think it's important because it's not just like, re- for me, like reading a book can be self-care, but if I read a book that like nobody else has read or you guys aren't reading too, then I have nobody to talk to about it. Yeah. So then that doesn't like bring me joy or self-care if it's just like a book I've read. and Well, it's lacking the connection piece then yeah. if you're doing it solo. Yeah. And for me, it's a connection of also like not serving anybody else at the same time or not thinking about like, what I need to do for them right it's and that's a hard space to get out of as a woman as a mother as a wife right like the expectation that you're like always helping or doing something for somebody is there whether you want it to be or not Mm -hmm. I think that's exactly right Nicole this idea of like being in a space no matter what it is or who you're with or what you're doing where you're you first and you're not thinking about what does my kid need? What does my husband need? Which I think a lot of women often do, especially moms, but not only moms. And so being able to exist as human first somewhere, especially in meaningful relationships, is really, really important. It's not a nice to have. I, I would argue it's a need to have. Yeah, I mean, but like, let's talk about the challenges of it, right? Like we have four very separate, very busy lives how can other people also who have these like prioritize girlfriend groups self-care getting together like what are some of the challenges like we face with that so many I think the answer is a cool a shared calendar <laughs> truly yep, that's what I was thinking too and, like we sit down and we try to make our monthly you know time together like we add when we're out of town google calendars changed my life like uh, having yeah. the ability to to parse those things down and then to share with so many different groups like I have one with my husband obviously and then we have a separate one I have one with my parents that helps with like babysitting schedules and things like that it's so valuable well and the more that we've added to it it used to just be like okay we're only going to put our um like when we're getting when we're getting together on the counter but like also knowing like hey when you're out of town or when like your kid has a dive meet or something so that we can show up for those things mm-hmm. and like also understand where everybody's space is at the moment. Yeah. Sometimes I actually put my doctor's appointments on <laughs> the group calendar. We can keep you accountable then. Yeah, probably. I think one of the best things we ever did on that calendar though is getting together at the end of the year and like doing Planning our little year. moment of goal planning and planning for the whole year so that we knew we had like carved out time 
to prioritize it. I feel like I brought you all into the like year ahead planning because it's something my husband and I do. Yeah. Where we plan out our date nights and all of our like vacations at the beginning of the year for the year. You'd be so proud of me, Nicole. I'm planning like two, three years out. It's so good. It's amazing. Nicole, you gave us no other option but planning a year out with you (laughs) to get on your calendar. But I mean... It, it does speak to the fact that like we have prioritized mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. time together and protected it, right? And it's become a very sacred part, I feel like, of our lives. And, and it speaks back to that self-care piece, right? But it's time that is fulfilling to our souls, that helps us feel happier, more well-rounded, more balanced, and it's it's important to be able to protect that time and and also call back Ashley you had mentioned in the last episode of in terms of supportive partners makes that possible it is um, obviously we are coming from a, a place of privilege I feel like in that way where we have partners at home that understand how important this time is to us and and find ways to help make sure that it happens on a regular basis it's probably worth noting too from the first episode that we no longer live in the same neighborhood or close to it. We have all moved. Um, Tanya and I are closer than others, but now we're in very different towns. It's not, you're not walking a block to my house anymore, No. but we have prioritized this despite the distance. And I'm trying to figure out how to get you all to move to my neighborhood, but Mm. it's not happening. For the record, I always had to drive 25, 30 minutes to get to see you guys when you were all back in the neighborhood together. Yeah. And I was having to drive from Apex. And that was like late at night going home sometimes, too. Oh, yeah. Sometimes Beto drove her home. (laughs) (laughs) That's how late it was (laughs) that he got back from work, saw she shouldn't drive, and took her home. That's also how many wines it was in. Beto was my first bonus husband. He he definitely (laughs) stepped up for me many times. Oh, my gosh. I love that. But I also think it's important to say, like, that having people who understand, like, the struggles you're going through at the time in your life, too. So, like, I don't know. Like, I have other girlfriends whose kids are in, like, high school or who are just now starting to have babies. And there's just no way necessarily to, like, fully relate to where they are at that moment. Mm. Right? So, I think it's also important to find friends who are in the same place in life as you. There's been research done about that. And I wish I could cite it. If I can find it, we can put it in some kind of, I don't know, episode notes. But, like, people who have kids the same age are more likely to be friends regardless of their age difference versus being same age but different seasons of life. It makes so much sense, though, because I think about, like, the things that we talk about, like, you know, trying to figure out getting into kindergarten. Like, we were all roughly within the same year having to cross that first hurdle. And being able to share resources and share the research that we were doing, right? Like, it was so valuable. You felt like it, it's that village mentality, you know, that, like, I don't have to be the only person responsible for looking up this information, you know, and, and to be able to benefit other people with that information. And so it became very natural for us to to support each other and share the burden, mm-hmm. I feel like, in those times. Yeah. Right before we started recording, Jenny and I were talking about my four-year-old not sleeping because he started mm-hmm. napping at his new school after mm-hmm. not napping. So, yeah, it's just nice to have someone who understands. Someone with a fellow four-year-old. I, I do think it makes sense because I remember the other girls at Manny Monday who I'm still friends with, but the relationships didn't really take off in the way that ours did. And I do think a lot of that has to do with we all had our firstborn around the same time. Our boys wanted to play together. We were trying to 
go to the similar, you know, types of things. You just like naturally grow a bond there. And I think that's okay. Yeah. And I also do love that while it's tough that we're not close together, I like that our kids don't go to the same school, that we Mm -hmm. aren't dealing with the same like school drama or PTA drama that you have with kids that are around the same age as your kids. Because if they were that, like, I already see that struggle a little bit with my kids in school with their school friends and trying to get close to their parents. And then it just being like, oh, well, the kids don't like each other this week. <laughs> like, then there's the problem with well, what the parents do. But, like, our kids feel more like they're cousins versus, like, school friends. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Luna definitely calls each of you her aunties. And I genuinely think she believes you're her we aunts. are. Mm-hmm. And I don't correct her. And there are some aunt like, by blood that she doesn't know um, just by nature of distance so it means a lot um, that she feels like she has that family well, she's our token girl she's the only girl yes yeah. of, of all of the kiddos oh god she's gonna be in so much trouble <laughs> with all these boys around her the whole time you're gonna be so protective I know <laughs> you know you mentioned all the boys Nicole for our like listeners there's six mm. boys and one girl amongst us and <laughs> yeah that's yeah. a lot I think us having self-care as a priority like this, too, is really good for our sons to see. Mm. I mean, they'll grow up to be whoever they are, but there's a lot of gender-based socialization that goes on, and we're showing them that this matters for women, this matters for moms. I think it's going to change your generation a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you already see, um, they talk about the, like, millennial dads are the most present generation of dads in the history of, like, the generation. There's lots of studies on this that, like, they are so present they are like and I would say all of our partners are very present dads and very involved dads and um like we have a lot of role reversal of traditional roles in in my family particularly so my kids stay a lot I mean my husband would be the primary parent in our household and so they see me go out and like have these relationships and they're always like are you going it's Friday night are you going out with the girls this weekend (laughs) that's adorable yeah they're like are you gonna go see the girls I was like oh yeah probably (laughs) so they get to see and know that it's something that I prioritize it's something that I put in my schedule and they know it is and that's their night Mm -hmm. Uh, Nicole I love that point right about like the the fact uh, all of you are saying right the fact that we are showing our sons in particular the importance of these female relationships and the fact that like mom's gonna go out tonight and it's gonna be totally fine right like like you said all of our partners are very involved like I feel very fortunate in that um and at least in my household right like my husband and I I feel very you know even in terms of the time that we spend with our son like when it comes to school things or doctor's appointments, that kind of thing, like that is where I feel like I kind of step into that primary parent role. But then like, you know, and we can talk about relationship dynamics another time, certainly, but I love that we're showing our boys that it's important for us to have time out of the house with other women that we are close with. And then also the time, you know, that they get with their dads too. Yeah, and I mean, my husband would only eat American food. So I would never have had any other <laughs> restaurant experiences if we didn't go out to eat pretty much. It's so true. I would never have Italian like pasta and pizza and cheese. My husband's dairy free. So I'm grateful. <laughs> cheese. <laughs> oh, 
always all the cheese. All the cheese. <laughs> but it's just like different experiences. Like we've been to a lo- we've had a lot of different experiences. Mm-hmm. We've gone on vacation together. Um, I remember uh, last election cycle, we decided we needed to get away for yeah. our own like mental health. Yes, we did. And that was fresh out of like the world lockdown too. Mm-hmm. Yeah fresh out of the world lockdown and like being able to take that weekend away where we didn't really do much other than I loved that weekend just chill I really really loved that weekend can we do a repeat of the no plans no things to do read a book and watch a documentary I loved watching that documentary yeah we did go horseback riding yes I forgot about that yeah (laughs) we needed some I need some plans one thing a day like yeah one thing a day it's like anchor yeah, we've talked a lot, though, about meaningful friendships or, like, deep connections. Do you guys have, like, what What do you think of when you think of meaningful friendships? What does that mean? So I think it's interesting because I have a lot of friendships. I would say I have a lot of friends, a lot of different groups of friends. I'm involved a lot. I've got, like, book clubs and PTAs and work stuff and neighborhood friends and old friends and, like, I wouldn't say all of them are super meaningful connections. Like they're going to ebb and flow Mm -hmm. as my life changed. Like my neighbors, I just moved recently. My old neighbors are still my friends, but not in the way that like we prioritize to see each other. And then I've got new neighbor friends who we're friends with. But again, like if I were to move, it probably wouldn't be the priority relationship. So like, I think it's also important to have friends of convenience and friends Mm -hmm. of situation, but um, really finding those deeper connections is what, like, I went on a girls' night a couple weeks ago with some other friends, and I was, like, so wishing it was with you guys. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. It felt very, like, surface-level conversation, yeah. and when I had made any sort of deeper move into it, it kind of got into awkward territory, and I was oh, like, no. oh, okay, so they don't, they don't, they don't get me there. I'm sorry that happened. But it's just one of those things, like, you know, like, there are some people you can have those conversations with that are never going to look at you like, what did you just say? <laughs> and um, the others are going to be like, yeah, yeah, that's you, Nicole, I got it. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes it meaningful for me is the authenticity. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I don't have to mask around you guys, like I do in other situationships or you know, proximity-based relationships. It's less effort this way, and that's the best way. Yeah. I, th- I think it's important to note, like, that relationships do ebb and flow, and some do have their seasons. That was really hard for me in my 20s and now 30s to wrap my head around because I wanted to keep them all super close, you know, regardless of my, collector of friends. My, yes. my current friendships. But, like, you know, um, being okay with... with you know, letting certain meaningful, there are very many meaningful friendships that I've had that I'm not as close with anymore. They're absolutely still my friends, but um, it doesn't mean anything went wrong, you know? No, the time you had was still meaningful. Yeah. When it's interesting to say, like, none of you guys were at my wedding, no, right? it makes me so sad. Can you imagine if we were at each other's oh weddings? Oh, my God. I told Landon the other day, I was like, I really want to do, like, a vow renewal or something so that we can all be at each other's wedding yeah, yeah. and get the pictures i just want the pair of the bridesmaid pictures right. of us we should just definitely we should do, do a that. photo shoot i mean we have done a photo shoot we did have we had a whole taylor swift photo shoot that was it. just That's spur true. of the moment yeah but i mean saying. we should do a styled shoot yeah of just us 
So well, I can we put have you to on the wall. Hershey Pack Unleashed. Of course. <laughs> it's a business expense. <laughs> it's business expense. <laughs> I'm the queen of finding business expenses, so don't you worry. I will say in terms of like how to distinguish like meaningful friendships, those like the deep, like on a soul level kind of friendships versus the by, you know, proximity or, you know, common interest, right? Like you're going to have friends on the swim team, right? Like you're going to meet those people um, or in your neighborhood. And I, I will say I'm very fortunate. I feel like I have a very good friend group that we um, are neighbors with. And then I have you guys, right? Like those are my two big buckets and, and that's it, right? Um, I have, you know, casual acquaintances, book clubs and things like that. But for me, the, the distinguishing feature is like, who can I call in the middle of the night when shit hits the fan Right, like those are. Are those we cleaning are up people. a dead body? I, you never <laughs> We're not know. doing We're that, not Nicole. Tell. I'm just saying, are we? Because I'm there. What shovel am I bringing? She's joking. Hypothetically, for, for the liability record. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's a whole like Kelsey Ballerini song oh, I know. about this. That's like, you know, uh, she's also one of my favorites. But like, if you're going down, I'm going down too, because I know where all your secrets are buried. Mm-hmm. Literally. No, yeah. Just kidding. But, like, I know I could always call on you girls, right? And, like, I totally also understand that sometimes life doesn't allow you to drop every single thing and come running. But, like, within our friend group, someone will be there. Mm-hmm. And that that gives me so much joy and, like, peace of mind to know that I have that kind of friend group in my life. Well, and I've utilized it. Like, we all have. Yeah, I we all like. have. Like, when a couch broke in an Airbnb and I needed Tanya to come help me lift a new one. <laughs> That bitch was so heavy. <laughs> it was heavy. <laughs> My God. Or when you're stranded in Charlotte and need train tickets yeah. to get home. Sure, that was I amazing. think I'm calling in those favors a lot, guys. I think <laughs> Tanya's saving the day I a lot. Also yeah. Took the train tickets. <laughs> yeah. The train tickets when we got stranded and I couldn't yeah. even get service in Mexico. Yeah. I do think, though, there is something worth noting about doing life together versus like feeling like you have to clean your house. You have to be stylish, have mm. to put on makeup and like do like we do that sometimes and it's super fun but also like sometimes we go to Publix and do our groceries for fun or you know show up at each other's kids I taught events. you how to speed shop you tried <laughs> <laughs> I showed you how to speed shop that you did like that game show yeah supermarket sweep yeah mm-hmm. she never like really shopped that way she likes to go down every aisle in order you can still speed shop that way we don't go down every aisle I digress. But my point is that we can have this conversation of like, you know, we've been on vacation together. We've figured out how to travel together. Just us and just and our families. Yeah. Too. And mm-hmm. our families, which is always an interesting combination when you throw in the whole dynamic. And we'll do a whole other episode like about traveling with friend groups. Right. Like I think that yeah. was, it was really it was a good experience. And I think also like learned a lot of good things about like how to make that enjoyable for everybody and like I've also traveled with other friend groups that have not gone well so like Mm -hmm. it's not always yeah simple it doesn't always go well when you travel with friends it's true and that sometimes is okay and you learn not to do it ever again (laughs) (laughs) is there anything else you guys want to say about the self-care piece I think most importantly for our audience to remember that like you're important, what your needs are are important and to remember to make the time, right? Mm -hmm. We all have the same 24 hours that Taylor Swift has in a day. 
If she can do it all, so can we. <laughs> it always comes back to Taylor, doesn't it? I mean, listen, you know how there's this whole thing about, like, men think about the Roman Empire? Have you seen that? Yes, uh-huh. and I asked Bob, and shit you not, he says he thinks about the Roman Empire every few days. Every few days? I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so this is a whole thing, right, about thinking about the Roman Empire. And so my Roman Empire is Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. But she didn't do it alone. She had a community exactly. alongside her. And I think that's part of why these friendships are so important is, you know, humans have a deep-seated need for connection. And you can't just get that just from your partner, your romantic partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why don't you guys follow us at She Packed Unleashed? Go on to this Instagram post that we were talking about self-care and tell us the things you guys do for self-care. Absolutely. This is Ashley, Jenny, Nicole, and Tanya signing off. Uh, Remember, you've got this. Stay wild and fierce.